The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specialises in making it a successful reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. Now, a bear market is defined, the official essential definition, as a period following a 20% or more decline from an index's all-time high, the last all-time high. Um, now, that bear market is only considered over once the markets have lifted 20% from a new low. So that's the official definition of a bear market. Are we in a bear market here in Australia? Well, we've got someone here that's going to answer that question. We do know that the markets in the US are certainly in a bear market right now. But joining us is Vice President and Chief Market Strategist for Moomoo, Matt Wilson. Matt, a pleasure to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Ariel. Nice to talk to you. Now, Matt, you started off that company we all know well, IG Markets. You've been off and done a few different things since then. But essentially, you've been around the markets. You've been around numbers for a long time. So tell us a little bit about how you've ended up at Moomoo. My background is um, is fairly diverse, but started off trading derivatives um, futures in the futures markets back in um, I hesitate to say the eighties, and uh, went through the nineties and uh, started a business in the early uh, noughties called IG Markets, which uh, many of your listeners would be familiar with. And it was really one of the first times that uh, ordinary retail investors could could access international markets and. Um, tools like shorting the markets and trading currencies all through one sort of platform. The markets evolved a lot since then. And so that, you know, that was a business that uh, was really for its time. And uh, so since then, I've been working uh, with a group called Sequoia, um, Sequoia Financial Group, as uh, their sort of head of strategy and marketing. And and more recently, I've joined with Moomoo um, as the as their chief uh, market strategist and uh, you know vice president, so I'm there to help them launch the business into Australia. It's a pretty interesting, uh, it's a very interesting business. Exciting times. They've got 19 million customers around the world, and we're we're going to cha- shake up the uh, online trading market. So, so tell us how you're planning uh, planning to do that, Mumu, at this particular stage, and I, I'm sure that's going to change quite rapidly um, with you heading it up. But Mumu is not a name that's that's frequently heard in the Australian market. So tell us a little bit about the business and and what you're planning to do to disrupt what we've got happening at the moment. So Moomoo is, um, you probably, you know, many people wouldn't have heard too much about it. We did a soft launch back in March and an official launch a few weeks ago. So it is relatively new and uh, I think people will start to see the name Moomoo pop up. It's a very catchy name and, uh, you know, people I've spoken to will say Moomoo and then they they certainly remember it and they look it up and, um, you know, it's a, it's a very uh, large business. It's got eight, 19 million customers around the world. It's a the company, the parent company, Futu Securities, is listed on uh, Nasdaq with a market cap of around six billion dollars. So it's a it's a big company. And they're doing good things, and they've they've decided to launch in Australia because I think they they have a platform which offers a lot of tools and um, that aren't really available here in Australia. So we think that we can shake the market up. Um, we can compete pretty well. It's an unusual market here in Australia where you've got one incumbent uh, share market or share broker that has around 40% of the market. We think we can uh, can help shake them up and a lot of their 
the, the customers from Comsec will look at our platform and um, they'll be surprised at how, how many tools you can access. So that's really the basis of what we think we can do. Uh, we've got a very competitive product and, um, and a terrific platform with lots of tools, um, things like AI, a lot of artificial intelligence tools that'll help people um, find stocks and, uh, and help them trade markets. What sort of reception are you getting in Australia right now? As you, you talked about your soft launch in March and your, and your recent sort of harder launch, what, what, what's the reception been like early on? Um, it's been good. We have, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's pretty tough. We've just launched in uh, what is essentially a bear market. Um, and that's always a bit tough because I think investors, when markets are falling or, or they're volatile, they tend to sit on their hands a bit. So when markets are flying, uh, people are opening up accounts and looking to trade. Um, so it, it, it's possibly been a little subdued, but uh, where we were expecting to be, um, you know, we think uh, we're ahead of that. And uh, certainly the feedback we're getting is that uh, once people download the Moomoo app and uh, and start playing around with the, the tools in there, we're getting very, very positive feedback. And um, we picked up quite a large uh, or quite a good number of active traders, which is, is interesting. So, um, you know, the active trader market is uh, people who have been around for a while who uh, are very used to some of the tools that are, that are available and um, they're signing up with us and uh, been pleasantly surprised at some of the the tools that they can access, which are really only, a lot of them are only available on institutional style platforms that you pay, you know, few thousand dollars a month for so um, our platform's free and uh, and we're finding that people are really enjoying it so you've been in the markets as I mentioned uh, Matt for a long time tell us a little bit about your thoughts about what's happening in the markets right now and what your thoughts are about where we go to from here well it's a very uh, it, it has been a relatively tricky market since really the GFC um, you know the GFC we had uh, quite a number of companies um, in the financial space. It was a bit of a collapse. It was a credit crisis. You've had central banks around the world have been uh, trying to keep economies turning over. And uh, so since the GFC all the way through to COVID, markets have been you know, very, very strong. Clearly, COVID was in early 2020 was a, a curveball that very few people saw coming. Um, there was an initial initial sharp drop off in markets, but then um, they started to bounce back, you know, very, very quickly as central banks and governments around the world implemented policies and people could see through to the end of um, the end of the sort of COVID crisis, if you like. And um, markets are always looking forward at what's going to be happening in 12 months and two years in advance. So since the, that sort of uh, initial onset of, of COVID, markets have been rallying quite strongly. Um, the Dow Jones made record highs late last year, uh, hit around 30, or the very start of this year actually hit around 37,000. Since then, um, we've seen central banks... Uh, start to talk about winding back some of the largesse that they have been providing. So they're starting to raise interest rates um, to try and normalise the interest rate environment. And markets have have come off on the back of that. Uh, and so this year, um, they're down around 20%. So I think that's made some investors nervous. Uh, other people have seen this as a, you know, a good opportunity to to buy really good companies at uh, lower valuations, and and that's what bear markets always do. I think they, they give people the opportunity to to get uh, to buy companies, healthy companies, um, at prices that they couldn't have bought 
you know, months and months ago. So I think that's broadly what we're seeing. We're seeing interest rates going up to, uh, back to sort of normal, normalised levels. Um, there is a fair bit of hawkish, what we call hawkish talk, where central banks are talking tough about interest rates, but um, it really is just trying to normalise things back to where we were sort of pre-COVID, if you like, and pre-GFC. So that's broadly where we're at. Um and uh, I think investors are uh, looking at the opportunity and trying to work out when an opportunity is to sort of get back into markets and, and start trading. So volumes have dropped off a little bit, but they're starting to pick up now. We've seen a, a couple of a uh, couple of big trading days um, in Australia. They just uh, had a small interest rate rise, smaller than markets expected uh, this week, and um, markets have responded very, very positively to that. So we expect to see a little bit more of that. Well, that's the good news. I think if, certainly if you're in the market, if you're long in the market right now, that, that's good news. Now, now you put together for us, Matt, um, some points about trading in a bear market. And, and I think that, you know, a couple of the points are, are, are exceptionally relevant right now, because if, if, you, if you're sitting in the market as a long term investor, you may be quite happy just to sit and hold and, and so forth. If you're trading, you might have a different mindset. If you're a superannuation investor and you actually need to start accessing some of this money, it's going to be even harder for you. So what we wanted to do today is just get a little bit of a sense of how should investors, should traders be positioning in this market? And I know one of the one of the points that you've made, which you should do um, in any market, I should add, and that is dollar dollar cost averaging. So talk to us about that and some of the data that from some I- investor research that you you've recently done at Moomoo. We have uh, we, we we like to survey our, our clients um, regularly, and um, we recently completed uh, completed some research that. Uh, was a little bit of surprising to us. It, it actually showed that Australian investors aren't really the uh, broad risk takers that perhaps people think they are. And um, generally speaking, people are quite conservative with their investments and they're looking to make money long term. Um, and I think, you know, rather than the sort of young crypto uh, trader who's in there day in, day out trying to make a, a fast buck, I think Australians generally look at their wealth uh, over the long period. And I think that works well in this kind of market. I mean, you mentioned dollar cost averaging, and there are a number of different strategies that people can employ in a volatile market. Because I think people people tend to worry when um, when markets are negative. But I was just recently looking back at the sort of COVID crisis, and I noticed that the, you know on the day that which was probably the maximum bearish day, which is the day that when they shut down all the airports and everything else, um, talking about. Uh, you know, blocking borders, etc. I mean, that was the low point in the market, and and I think sometimes investors lose sight of that when you see negativity around. Um, and you know, there's often a lot of expressions about buying straw hats in winter and that kind of thing. So I think investors generally want to be a little bit counter cyclical. They want to be buying when other people are selling, um, or as Warren Buffett would say, be fearful when others are greedy, and greedy when others are fearful. Um, so some of those. Uh, you know, adages can be quite apt. So, but things like dollar cost averaging are are just a a strategy that people can employ when um, not only in volatile markets, but all the time. And all it is is simply just a a, a regular investment plan and just say, well, rather than take my investment and put it into the market on any given day, which the market may go up or down from there, if, if I involve, you know, start spending small amounts of money regularly. So let's say, Every month I get my pay packet and I decide to put $500 into the market. Then over a period of time, you, your entry price 
will average out um, typically, and um, I guess it supports your uh, your efforts to make uh, investments regular. I think by making purchases automatically. Um, it takes out that sort of volatility and nervousness in the market because generally speaking, markets go up over time. So timing the market and trying to pick your entry points and exit points is always uh, tricky. It's tricky for um, professional investors. So for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's easy just to just do something regularly. And I think as markets go up over time, you know, that's what you can do. So that's, um, that's what we'd say about dollar cost averaging. Um, I think the other the other point would be, of course, just generally time in the market um, is another adage that people look at. It's not timing the market; it's time in the market. And what that really means is that you know investments um, are longer term prospects. So if you hold something for a long period of time, you don't panic when markets um, you know have a drop, uh, and you keep adding to those positions. You'll eventually build up a position that is. Um, takes advantage of the fact that markets generally rise over time and um, most professional investors would be would be looking at those kind of uh, strategies um, I think you know it allows you to take advantage of the power of compounding as well um, and it overcomes some of the short-term fluctuations in markets and um at Moomoo, we have a, a thing which is pretty useful for that. It's, it's our institutional tracking feature. Um, and it allows people to – one, one of the things that's always difficult is, well, what stocks do I buy and how do I position my portfolio? So um, our institutional tracking feature allows Australian investors to look at uh, around just on 6,000 different fund managers, professional investors around the world, like Warren Buffett or George Soros or Ray Dalio, and look at their investments. And you can see how their portfolio is constructed. You can see what stocks they've bought or what stocks they've sold, what sectors they're interested in investing in. And you can actually copy those investors. If you like Warren Buffett or Ray Dalio, you can copy those investments because we make it really easy for you to see what they've been buying and selling. Now, to my knowledge, that's not available in any other platform um, in a simplified form as, as we provide it. So at a click of a button, um, you can you can look at some of those things. So, you know, those kind of features we're bringing to the Australian market. And I think rather than following some uh, some people on social media who um, might be trying to ramp up stocks or down stocks or whatever it might be, uh, following professional investors is probably a better strategy. Well, you know, that helps with one of your next points, and that's looking for healthy but undervalued stocks. Because I, I suppose if you're following investors like Warren Buffett, um, who's going to be doing that anyway, um, if you're copying a portfolio like that, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I think it's... Um, you know, the, one of the things about markets when they fall is that, you know, good companies' uh, share price falls as well as poor companies. So markets typically don't discriminate. They just, they sell and prices fall. And when professional investors are looking at markets, they're, they're waiting for opportunities to invest in good companies at good prices. And so I think that's what... Um, you know, that's what uh, bear markets allow people to do and that's what the Moomoo platform allows you to do. It allows you to screen. We have a, you know, a terrific stock screener as well. So you can, it's got about a hundred, just around a hundred different variables you can you can plug in. So you might turn around and say, well, I'm interested in stocks that are making, you know, generating a profit of, uh, 
you know, five, at least 5% that have a market cap of at least $50 million that are trading at, you know, have been trading at all-time highs in the last three months. And you can put those type of parameters into the platform and it will spit out a list of stocks that, that match those parameters. So by searching, uh, by researching for good stocks and good companies, um, you can create a list of companies that, that you can, uh, I guess, set up a um, um, some buying when when the price falls, and and that's what bear markets allow you to do. So um, we 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 think that that's a, a really good strategy. Pick your stocks, wait for the right entry points, and then start uh, averaging your position into those those good stocks. And that uh, that's kind of what professional investors do. They wait for opportunities. Um, you know, they build up positions over time in their favourite stocks. Um, and uh, and we allow you to do that at Moomoo. Mm. So so tell us about this last one or, or one of the last ones, Kiara, and that is buying inverse ETFs. Um, we do talk about ETFs at Stockhead here quite a bit, but take us through inverse exchange funds. Yeah, there, look, there's a couple of different um, couple of different ways that people you know if people are really worried about bear markets. There's there's a couple of different things you can do. You can always Build yourself a, a defensive stock portfolio, and by that that means you're buying stocks which typically don't get smashed around, or um, stocks that will continue to do well uh, when the economy is not doing well. And they're things like supermarkets or insurance companies, or um, you know those type of stocks are known as defensive stocks. Utility companies, um, you know, people have to have power um, over time, so you can build yourself a defensive stock portfolio if. Um, there is a product out there that is called an inverse ETF. And for those that don't know what an ETF is, it's an exchange-traded fund which uh, replicates something in the market. And there's lots of different ones. Um, you can buy an ETF that replicates the ASX 200. So that gives you the same or similar performance to the entire ASX 200. And there's a product called, uh, or that's called an inverse ETF, and that gives you the opposite uh, performance to the ASX 200. And people might say, well, why would you want that? So, and you could use that in a couple of ways. One is to, uh, if you're worried about the the market falling, you can buy an inverse ETF. And of course, as the market falls, the the value of that inverse ETF should rise. Um, Some people, maybe they've got a larger portfolio and they're sitting there saying, well, I don't really want to sell all my stocks because I've got capital gains tax or this and that, but I'm worried about the market falling and I want to protect it. You can buy an inverse ETF um, and hold it there, and that you know, as the the value of the market drops, the value of that inverse ETF will rise. And um, so, I think that's you know that's something that people can use. And on the Moomoo platform, we you know we've got screeners that can find those ETFs uh, for you, and um, you can certainly buy and sell those ETFs uh, just like you can an ordinary share. So that's why they've become very very popular. So, how do you know which ETF to use? Well, typically they're themed. Um, so you might uh, be able to buy an ETF, as I say, on the ASX 200. And what that does is try to replicate, instead of you going out as an investor and buying those 200 stocks that make up that index, you can simply put your investment into a, an ETF on the ASX 200. And that will um, that should replicate the performance of that. So it's a much easier uh, way for investors to to access that theme. Now, various themes are out there, such as uh, you know gold or lithium, um, and so uh, you know a gold ETF will typically invest in 
in gold stocks that that would be used to make up a, the gold index. So there's different sectors of the market have different indices. So you'll have, um, you know, the, the mining sector or you'll have the energy sector or you'll have uh, the gold sector. So instead of trying to go out and find which gold stocks do I buy, you can simply just buy the gold ETF. Or similarly with mining, instead of buying, um, you know, do I buy BHP or Rio Tinto? I don't know which stocks to buy. But I think that mining stocks will benefit from um, commodity prices going up. Then you can simply buy a mining ETF. So typically it's it's built around a theme. Um, and when you're going through the screen editor on Moomoo, you can see what those what those themes are, and you can see what ETFs each each ETF does. Mm, it's a, it's certainly an interesting way to trade. And if you are a new investor, it does make life a a, a lot easier, even though it feels complicated when you first get in there. Um, Matt, we've got time for today, but what a wonderful conversation! Really appreciate your time today. Well, thank you very much, Cheryl. It's lovely to talk to you. And we'll certainly be on that Moomoo platform having a little look around. Uh, Matt Wilson with us there. And unfortunately, that is all we have time for. But thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today here on Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. We'll catch you next time.